Ball Podcast Network. Welcome back for another episode of Whitlock and the Vaughn. We are a fantasy basketball podcast brought to you by Fanball. I am your host, Aaron Whitlock, joined as always by Chicken Not So Little, <laughs> the best Mick Fantasy host in the East Coast, John Kilpatrick Vaughn. We are live on Periscope at every Monday at 6. The podcast goes live on fanball.com in the news section every Tuesday at noon. You can tweet us, me at Aaron J. Whitlock, at him at JK underscore the Vaughn. If, uh, if JK seems a little quiet this week, it's because he's got a little bit of a challenge in front of him. Uh, as you uh, know, if you tuned in last week, 3v3, the, uh, the loser had to eat the point differential in Nuggets. JK is staring at his third straight loss and a 32 nugget deficit. So 1,500 calories, 32 nuggets, and roughly 40 minutes. JK's. Did you do the math on the calories? I did. That I didn't even. I didn't even look it up. Approximately 1,536 calories. 48 calories per nugget. Little, 48 uh, per nugget. Per nugget. That's the breakdown. If you do the math on that. So he's got a smorgasbord of sauces over here. One down. And uh, he's just gonna be. Gonna be mowing away throughout the show. Yeah, don't eat all the Szechuan. I want to try that. Okay, I'll save some. Yeah, I'll save some. Got some of the special Szechuan sauce. Al will give us a Rick and Morty impression so, at some point. We'll get breakdown in the three right three. But I got screwed too. The strategy of going uh, one less game without a center did not work out well. <laughs> it wasn't spectacular. Backfired immensely on me. Rodney Hood going down with only one that and a half absolutely points. killed me. I mean, Absolutely he could have at least me. played a little more of that game. Because there was a window Friday night when Holiday had a bad, bad outing. Game. Kaminsky was coming off a bad game. There was a window there, and KD was playing Toronto. and he, I mean, uh, excuse me, Portland. And he was going off, and I was like, all right, if Hood can get at least 15 to 20, I'm right back in this thing. Yep. And, of course, seven minutes into that Clippers game, strain lower back off the game. He only had, he had one assist. So yeah, one that, was point, that was it. all he had on 0 for 3 shooting. So I was like, God damn it. So, in right the name of sportsmanship, so. we did give J.K. Jeff Green for the final game of the week. Just, that still didn't help me. Just wasn't enough. It, it did. <laughs> it prevented you from having to eat, like, 50 nuggets or That's something That's true. Like that, you're right. So. Yeah. 12, yeah. He gave, what did he give me? 12, 12 and a half? Yeah. He, <laughs> uh, he kept you. So, oh, real quick, I uh, also want to yes. throw this out. Every time that J.K. gets a nugget down so you can follow along as you listen, if you're not watching along with us, you'll hear this sound. Eh? Where is it? Maybe? There it is. To, uh, to commemorate each little morsel that J.K. takes down. Isn't that nice? Uh, but actually, J.K.'s going to have to let those nuggets sit for oh, a minute because yeah. he's kicking off the week for us with Tuesday. All right. <laughs> Finishing number two right now. <laughs> uh, honey mustard was a good choice right there. Okay. Uh, one of the best. I got Tuesday. My stud, Anthony Davis, $12,600 versus the Charlotte Hornets. The brow, which is amazing to me, he's coming off his first ever career triple-double. Where he had 10 Last blocks. Last game. Yeah, he had 10 blocks. Which is, I just would have thought he had it. Would he had he? I would have thought he would have had a triple double by now. Didn't you? Well, he's had a triple double before. No, he hasn't. That was his first ever career triple double. No, I don't believe that. Go look it up. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I flat out don't believe. I think your, your mistake, it was his first ever triple double with 10 blocks. I believe that. No, go to a recap. There's, there's no possible way. Well, Aaron looks that up, I'll give you the background. So the Browse coming off a triple double. Since Boogie's gone down, he's li- he's been lighting it up. Second most effective player in the league since January 28th, which was the first game without Boogie. And in that same tie period, he's third in usage. The Hornets, I think the Hornets see the light at the end of the tunnel. They are staring <laughs> the end of the year down, right dead in the face. And they're starting to slip into uh, how many more games do we have left? About 16. 
16 games, give or, give or take, and they're team. just they're you know they're get on the calendar with the X crossing the X out. You know, yeah. 15, 14. They're getting down <laughs> to that. They're getting down to that mode. So far in the month of March, the Hornets are the third worst defensive team in the league. Also in March, the Hornets are 26 in opponent points in the paint allowed, allowing an average of 49 points in the paint per game. Howard Dwight Howard seems to be tuning out. And despite missing one game with a sprained ankle, and he also left another game with that said same same sprained ankle, the past two games that he played a full uh, minutes load, he's gone over 74 fan ball points in both games. So he is massive. Was it his first ever career triple-double? In 394 career <clears throat> games, that was his first triple-double. I Told would you. never believe Boom. that. I, that's what I said. I looked it up. I had to double-take. I'd have bet my house on that. I can't. That's unbelievable. I can't. I guess he just doesn't get the assist, though. It makes sense. Like in his right. whole career, he's always had kind of some sort of ball handler, ball. Yeah, and generally, if you're some getting sort of the ball point guard or ball post, handler, yeah, he's not throwing it back out. Uh, wow! I oh, wow. first ever career triple double, ten blocks. That's incredible, insane. So uh, twelve thousand six hundred against Charlotte at home, and again, uh, I think I mentioned this in my notes. I'm sorry, I missed it. Uh, the Hornets, there's it. They're in a f- huge playoff. Uh, battle the seeds between three and eight in the west are separated by one and a half games yeah oh, and charlotte's actually and incredible. i talked about charlotte's tanking so this is a very meaningful game for new orleans here and for charlotte it means nothing so i love the brow tuesday night uh dud i'm gonna i'm gonna i've been i've had a couple i've pumped him up all podcast all season long but here i'm gonna dud him as andre drummond it's gonna be a rough Utah podcast Jazz. for andre <laughs> it's gonna be a rough podcast oh dear andre drummond at utah jazz the Pistons are now five games back from a playoff spot with about 16 left. They're done. And it feels like they are done. They are cut. Lost four of the last five games, only beating the tanking Bulls. Meanwhile, like I just talked about, the Jazz are in a tie for eighth place, but because of the tiebreakers, they're currently sitting outside the playoffs right now, so they need every win they can get. And I, like I just said with New Orleans, the seeds 3-8, through 4-3, through eight, only separate by one and a half, two games. And this is a first of a six-game road trip for Utah. We've talked about it on the podcast. Playing in Utah is just dreaded. NBA teams hate it. The Jazz are stingy on centers, especially when the Gobert is healthy. They're allowing an average of 37 fanball points. And the Jazz are a slow, slow-paced team. They're the fourth slowest team in the league, so that's going to lead to fewer possessions for Drummond. Drummond's past three games, he's filled the goal over 50 fanball points, which means he's been under performing under value for his past three games. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% on board with single, your, your single digit points there. there. I don't know what's going on. I, I beefed him up the other day about getting his 19th straight double double and then he lost it. Yeah, I I feel like much like you were talking about with Charlotte is with Detroit, you can start to see the writing on the walls. You're you're 5 games back with 16 to play. It's not happening. I think they've kind of tuned out Stan Van Gundy whether he gets another year or not. Uh I just don't think the full effort level is there. And I don't think you'll see it the rest of the season. Not that you to say you couldn't target Andre here and there, but you're going to have to really pick your spots now. Another number th- nugget down. Number three, folks. While Aaron was talking, I squeezed in a quick nug. <laughs> That's dedication. It is. A couple other guys I like. All right, so I am go- I listed a bunch of guys here, but I got two to three bullet points. So just stay tuned. Jonas Valachimichis, $5,700 at Brooklyn Nets. Nets are the last place, last place team in fan ball, slowing down opposing centers. Last down and gets the Nets. And against the Nets, Jonas had 42 fan ball points. He needs 31 to be of value. Drew Holiday, $8,500 versus Charlotte Hornets. He's been better with Davis in the lineup than without him. He's had a double-double in two of his last four games. Both those games Davis was in. Uh, over the last five games, the Hornets ranked 28th in fan ball, slowing down opposing shooting guards, allowing 70 fan ball points a game in opposing shooting guards. Drew Holiday. Sheesh. Ricky Rubio, $7,200 versus Detroit Pistons. 
Back-to-back double-doubles. Pistons ranked 23rd, slowing down opposing point cards over the last 10 games. Devin Booker, $8,800 versus my Cleveland Cavaliers. Like it. Cavs defense sucks. Uh, they're a hot mess. They're 26 in fan ball, slowing down opposing shooting guards. He's probable for this game. He missed Saturday's game, a triceps injury. Make sure he plays. Been great when healthy. When, fantastic when healthy. Alfred Payton, same game, $8,000 versus Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers are now dead last in fan ball, slowing down opposing point guards. Love Payton. Tyson Chandler, $3,200 versus Cleveland Cavaliers. Since T- Tristan Thompson, Love have been out. Cavs have really struggled slowing down true big men. Julius Randle had 36 last night. The night before DeAndre uh, or the game before DeAndre Jordan had 20 points and 20 rebounds. Chandler is well oversized. He's about seven feet six eleven. Well, big uh, has a ton of more size than Nance Jr. There. Love Tyson Chandler at a cheap option, only three thousand two hundred dollars. Okay, what's help me out? Bajilica, uh, Bielitsa. Bielitsa, $5,300. As long as he's under $6,000, he's a steal. I agree He's playing with that. 40 minutes his last three games. Have to play him if you're going to stack up some big guy values. Totally agree with that. Don't get cute. I tried to fade him last week. And yeah, just play him. He's playing 40 minutes his past three games. Get okay, the last one. I'm going to go in a little bit more detail here. Lonzo Ball, $7,400 versus the Denver Nuggets. There is bad blood here. First time the Nuggets and Lakers play. I don't know if you guys remember this. We talked oh, about God, it with the that's social right. media. Way back then. Jamal Murray dribbled in front of Lonzo Ball as he was dribbling out the clock to that's close out right. the game. Get a little circle around him. Lonzo Ball shrugged it off. The next time they played last week, uh, Jamal Murray got a steal and was chirping at Luke Walton in the Lakers bench after he got a steal to seal the game. Uh, buried two free throws right there, and Luke Walton was pissed. I actually got a technical for yelling at Murray after he called the timeout. So there's definitely bad blood here. This is the last game between these two teams. The Denver Nuggets need this. They're in that playoff race. They're in the eighth spot. They need this win, and there's nothing sweeter than the Lakers would like to do than beat the Nuggets to set them back a little bit. I think Ball is going to have a great game. Denver is a, is a bottom five team slowing down point guards and fan ball. Last time uh, Ball faced Denver, he had 47 fan ball points. He only needs 40 to be of value. I That's like that Tuesday. Like you targeting the Nuggets as you've got the Nuggets. As I got the Nuggets, you're right. And uh, J.K. went deep there. Deep is your treasure chest of I Nuggets know. over there. <laughs> yes. I was trying to keep it brief. Just one to two bullet points there no, on a bunch of players. Fantastic. Great info. I'm going to do the same thing here a little bit. Uh, Wednesday, Kevin Durant versus the Los Angeles Lakers now. The Tuesday, Lakers are going to be in a back-to-back here. I just talked about it two seconds ago. They're going to pour everything they have into that Nuggets game. And then they're going to have to travel to play. They're going to have, they're playing at home against the Nuggets. They're going to have to travel to Golden State and play at Golden State on Wednesday. Golden State's pissed. They've lost the past two games. They went on a brief two-game road trip. Lost to Portland. Lost to Minnesota. Curry is TBD. He didn't travel on the road because the swelling beefs up the ankle. He's got the ankle uh, traveling air uh, traveling by airplane. You know, swells up the ankles. Makes sense. I don't know what they do here with Curry. Do you think they play him or sit him? I think they'll err on the side of caution. caution. I think they're, they'll. I think they'd like to get the number one seed. I don't them believe Houston that are just fighting gonna, for the number one seed. It's just them two at the top right there. So yeah, I don't think they're just going to concede it. But I also think when in doubt, they will rest him. That they they're not going to take any chances. Yeah. I would be. I would honestly be surprised if he played Wednesday. So that's why I put Kevin Durant here ten thousand eight hundred dollars. Just watch what happens with Curry. The past two games without Curry, he went on the road trip. Curry drops, or excuse me, Durant drops 60 and 68 fan ball points. Those are both over value. Three straight games of 60 plus. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been, he is absolutely lights it up without Curry. Dud. Giannis, the Greek freak. I was not going to say his last name. Antetokounmpo. I think I can actually spell it now. Can you really? No, I'm still copying and pasting it. (laughs) No. Uh, Vorce, $11,300 versus the Orlando Magic. Now, 
He's been a bit disappointing as of late. He's only surpassed 62 fanball points three times his past 10 games. He needs 62 to be of value. His past, even though the matchup, the Magic are a bad defensive team, this looks like a good matchup on paper. In his past two games against the Magic, he's been undervalued both times, registering only 38 and 51 fanball points, not even getting a double-double. I know. And like Chris Middleton in that matchup, though. Yes. Middleton's been Absolutely. tearing it up against Just, Magic. Like I, I, we'll go on. Actually, let's get right to that. Middleton, I have him as another guy like $7,300 that same game, 27th in defensive rating the Magic, 27th in fanball stopping opposing shooting guards. There are, he averages 40 fanball points against Magic, which is his benchmark for his value. Right, JK's, JK's all over that. All over it. Uh, okay, so there was some breaking news with injuries today. So I'm going to go to the Wizards. Cell. I broke down. This is what I'm going to do for Wednesday. I broke. There's only four games, so I just went through each game. Like it. Wizards at Boston Celtics. Marcus Smart, there's been some reports. This is a Shams versus uh, Woj Bombs. Woj Bombs says that it's just a sprained thumb and a shooting hand. Shams says it's a torn tendon done for the year. Ooh. Follow that Marcus Smart information. Kyrie wow. is going to be out for this Wizards Celtics game. The last game Kyrie missed, Stevens did started Shane Larkin, Barry Larkin's kid, the great Barry Larkin Hall of Famer, over Terry Rozier because he didn't want to disrupt the second unit with Rozier. Kyrie has said that he's going to sit out multiple games to rest the tendonitis at his knee. With Stevens knowing that it's going to be multiple games, I don't know if he goes back to Rozier because it's going to be multiple games or he sticks with Larkin. Either way, Rozier's at 4,900. Larkin's at 3,900. Both those guys are must plays. Great values. Absolutely. Against Washington Wizards. Uh, Marcus Morris, Boston, 4,400. Daniel Thies, the power forward. Is that what I'm saying? Thies or Thies? I'm actually not sure on his. He's gotten so little run this year. I he's coming off. He's a key bench it. piece for them. He just tore his meniscus. He's out for the year. Horford is with questionable with an illness coming into this game. Marcus Morris could see some big minutes in this game. He's only $4,400. The Wizards guy I like is Otto Porter, $7,100. He's he's the only Wizard to score 20-plus points in their prior two matchups versus the Celtics. One of those was overvalued that included a double-double. Bucks Magic, I already talked about Chris Middleton. Uh, Shelvin Mack in the last matchup versus the Bucks without Pate, without Alfred Pate since they've traded him. Mack was the better of the two between DJ Augustine. Collected a double-double, 19 points, 10 assists, like him. Vucevic is back. Milwaukee is still the worst rebounding team in the league, $7,700. Hazonia, $4,800. If Gordon sits with a concussion, which he might, Hazonia's going to fill that role. Last time out against Milwaukee when Gordon sat, Hazonia had 32 fanball points. That's above value. Miami Heat at Sacramento Kings. Goran Dragic, $7,400. Wade and Whiteside are sitting Monday night tonight. Wade has a hamstring injury. I doubt he plays Wednesday. I love Dragic, $7,400 against the Kings. Darren Fox is one of the worst rookie defenders in the league. Kelly Olnick, $5,000. Bam at a bio, $4,500. If Whiteside sits, either of those guys, I like them both. Kelly O was more productive in his last game. Bam started but only played 17 minutes. He's been getting in foul trouble. Yeah, he hasn't seen 20-plus minutes since March 1st. Yeah, he's just having a really hard time staying out of foul trouble. Olenek had a double-double on Sunday and faces a Kings team who's second to last in fan ball, slowing down opposing centers. If Wade sits again, I love Josh Richardson, $5,600. His usage goes up without Wade on the court. And how about Justice Winslow, $5,100? He's been on fire recently. Resurgent. He's seen his usage and his minutes increase, increased in the month of March. He's averaging 30 minutes this month as opposed to 28, three minutes for the rest of the year. And he's averaging 12 points and six rebounds this month. And he faces a Kings team who's second to last in rebounds per game. Love Winslow. And then the only King I would target here is Costa Kufos, $4,800. Uh, Scala Baseri is out again Monday. 
Willie Trill is back, but he's coming off the bench. Uh, he's coming off back. Kufos is coming off back-to-back double doubles, which are both overvalued for him. And he's had three games with three straight games of double digit rebounds. Uh, last game, uh, Lakers Warriors. I talked about it with Duran already. Uh, Draymond Green's the only Warrior I would play if Curry doesn't play. Uh, Green's at eight thousand six hundred dollars. In his two contests against the Lakers, he's had two double doubles, at least eleven rebounds in both games, seven and nine assists, and at least two steals in both games. Those have resulted in fifty-two and forty-three fanball points, both over values for Draymond. Quinn Cook, four thousand one hundred dollars. If Curry sits, sorry. If Curry's if Curry sits, Draymond's the one guy I would play. And Quinn Cook, four thousand one hundred dollars. He's blogged twenty-five plus minutes in both games on that road trip. If you need a cheap guy, he's a guy to go to. Uh, Julius Randle for the Lakers, $7,800. He was a monster against Cleveland. Dropped 72 fanball points against them. In his two games against the Warriors this year, he's came off the bench when they still had Larry Nance Jr., and he collected two double-doubles. I love him uh, on this game. The Warriors, since the All-Star break, ranked 25th in rebounding. They've really struggled to rebound. They haven't really found a good center rotation. I like Randle to take advantage of that. Ingram's already been ruled out for this game against the Warriors. Kuzma's filled in. He's played 35-plus minutes in four straight games. Against the Warriors, Kuzma averages 47.5 fanball points, which is eight times his value. Fantastic. Aaron's got Thursday. Wow. J.K. Well, going mow down on some nuggets. Love it. <laughs> turn J.K. back to the nugs. I'm going to turn you on to Thursday. My stud, Dwight Howard, center, Charlotte Hornets, $8,400. <sighs> J.K. mentioned this. I do think Charlotte is checking out, but it doesn't matter because this one is personal. He will be back home in Atlanta against the Ooh. Hawks. Uh, he loves that matchup. Gotta love it. Uh, Atlanta giving up 38 fanball points a game to centers. That's the 10th most in the league. Uh, if you don't know, Dwight grew up in Atlanta. He played there last season, was traded from there. A uh, lot of bad blood between him and uh, the Hawks still. Uh, this season, Dwight's had 42, 59, and then 42 fanball points again. Double doubles in all three games. He hasn't had fewer than 18 points or 12 rebounds in any of those three games. Uh like I said, homecoming. I I think even with the hot or even though Charlotte's season is really more or less done at this point, he he brings everything that he has in the tank just to show out in front of his uh, his friends and family one more time. My dud for the second time. Seven. <laughs> Ooh, all right, we're cooking now. Uh, my dud second time this week. Andre Drummond finds himself there, uh, going up against the Denver Nuggets on the road. Brutal West Coast road trip for the Pistons. As J.K. alluded to, I think this team is starting to check out. Uh, Drummond, four of his last five games, he's failed to hit his value. Three of those games below 37 fanball points, just not even getting close. His last two matchups against Jokic and the Nuggets, Drummond went for 26 and 35 fanball points. Very disappointing. He needs over 50 to hit his value. And in over the course of his career, five trips to the Mile High City, Drummond has never exceeded 35 fanball points. Wow. Great stat. Nuggets also ranking top 10 in fanball points allowed to center. Uh, some other uh, matchups and guys that I do want to take a look at. Uh, Chicago and Memphis, both teams tanking <laughs> very, very hard, but they managed to combine for 229 points just last week. Uh, should be some value to, here to be found again. Uh, Chris Dunn had 46 fanball points in that game, well over his value, nine assists like him. Bobby Portis, Paul Zipser essentially not playing at this point. Uh, he had a double-double, 36 fanball points. That's right on the nose for what he needs to hit five and a half times his value at his current price. Uh, Dylan Brooks led the way for the Grizzlies with 29 points. That was good for 37 fanball points. I'd also keep an eye on Ben McLemore, Jamichael Green, and Jarrell Martin. 
Uh, with Memphis, it's really tough out ahead, especially with this being Thursday. We've seen Mark Gasol miss a game. Tyreek Evans essentially hasn't been playing at all. Chandler Parsons is just starting to get back into the mix. Um, on any given night, you've seen uh, my boy, former Michigan State Spartan. Uh, oh, God, now I'm totally blanking on his name. That's not uh, not great for Sparty this week. Uh, yeah. Who? From Memphis? Yeah, the center. Deonta Davis. Jeez. Oh, okay. So sad that it took me that long to get that. <laughs> He's been on and off playing, but uh, I, keep a keep a close eye. They rest some guys. Uh, I, I When healthy, I like Andrew Harrison a lot. Uh, but Where's he been? Wrist injury? Yeah, it's just so hit and miss. And, and really... Uh, Past those, past those kind of four guys, it's really been tough to hit on. Ricky Rubio, J.K. touchdown, uh, really looks like he's rounding back into form that made him one of the hottest fantasy commodities before he went down with an injury. Averaging 38 fan ball points per game in the month of March, needs 39 to hit his value, so you got to like that. Uh, last three games, 37, 42, and 55 fan ball points for Rubio, two double-doubles in there. The Suns, of course, ranked 25th in fan ball points allowed to point guards. Rubio in his two meetings against them this season has gone for 39 and 48 fanball points. That sets up for him very nicely. Uh, Joseph Nurkic. 13. As another nug goes down. <laughs> uh, going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Another uh, another thing J.K. touched on. Cavs really struggling to defend opposing centers. Uh, and so that's why I like Nurkic here. Uh, over the last five games, Cavs ranking 28th in fan ball points allowed to centers. And, uh, this is a nice, helpful little piece of perspective. So Nurkic in the last two weeks has played the teams that rank both 29th and 30th in fan ball points allowed to centers, went for 44 points against the Lakers, 41 against the Suns, like him to do big things similarly against the Cavs. Uh, Larry Nance Jr., of course. He's up over 6,000, but even at 6,200, I really like him. Averaging 39 fanball points a game since entering the starting lineup. He's topped 37 three times in those four games. Uh, looking down the line a little bit, trying to get in some low-tier values. Tareen Prince could be interesting going up against Charlotte. Career game. Yeah. Career and, game uh, he's coming up. Elena's another team that had injury notices today. Bazemore's done for the year. Wow, huge. Uh, Delaney is hurt. Okay. Is out for tonight. A bunch of guys are are like half the roster is probable or questionable, but without Baysmore, yeah, that's someone's got to step up. Yeah, exactly. And Delaney could, de- or sorry, Prince could definitely fill that role. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Hawks are terrible, but but there's still fantasy value to be yeah. found, even more so with the Baysmore sitting out. That's mm-hmm. that's massive. Uh, Prince is coming off a season high 58 fan ball points against the Bulls, the tanking Bulls. He had 38 points in that game, career high. Uh, he scored, Prince has scored 15 or more points in five of his last seven games. So you can see the Hawks are trying to get him more involved. Mm-hmm. And so with Baysmore down, like that to continue. Um, mind you, in this last game where he scored 38 points, the Hawks did set Schroeder. They just flat out, I think they just flat out pulled him because they yeah. were playing the Bulls and wanted to lose. Yep. That's not to say that couldn't continue to happen spottily here and there. I don't know if Charlotte they view, I mean, Charlotte's, they're not really in the mix of the teams who are truly down at the bottom. They're kind of no. in that middle tier. But so, they'd like to be. <laughs> they wish they were now, yes. So I don't know if he'll get held out of this game or not, but Prince to hit his uh six times his val or Prince has hit six times his value in two of his three matchups against Charlotte this year, scoring twenty seven and twenty nine fanball points. I think he could be a decent low tier value. Uh moving on to Friday, my stud gonna be Hassan Whiteside. I'm loving the big men this week. Seventy five hundred going up against the LA Lakers. Uh, and in terms of fan ball points allowed to centers, the Lakers ranked 28th for the season, 
27th over the last 10 games, or if you want to dial it down to just the last five, they rank 30th. No matter how you slice it, the Lakers stink at <laughs> defending opposing big men. Uh, Whiteside has scored 35 or more fan ball points in three of his last four games. Should have little trouble with the Lakers. JK alluded to this. Uh, Whiteside will miss uh, tonight's game. He's got a hip injury. He missed Saturday's game as well against late the Wizards. Scratch, yeah. uh, little concerning that he was ruled out so early ahead of this game tonight. Um, should he still be out by Friday? You're looking, of course, at Kelly Olenek and Bam Adebayo. But if not, I like uh, Whiteside a lot in this one. My dud going to be my boy, Tobias Harris. Power forward, Los oh. Angeles Clippers. Going against Oklahoma City. Harris has been fantastic for the Clippers. He's really stepped up uh, since Danilo Gallinari went down. He scored 21 or more points in eight of his last 10 games, averaging 41 fan ball points per game over that stretch. However... He is likely to draw coverage from Paul George in this one, and I think that's bad news for him. Uh, Paul George ranks 33rd in defensive rating among all players who have played 30 or more games this season, and I don't even think that does justice to the kind of defender that he is one-on-one. Last time Harris faced OKC, he was uh, still a member of the Pistons, but he tallied only 28 fan ball points in that game when faced with Paul George, fading him at 7,900. Some others I like. Friday is, is a really tough slate. Uh, for me overall, we got one one treasure chest of nugs down. Twenty nugs down. down. All right, twenty twenty down. We probably got what another. Time, Al, what time we got? What time we have? Oh, how much time do I have left? I don't know. You got about, like uh... about twenty five minutes into the pod, so yeah, I'd say you got another 25. fifteen minutes or so. You got thirty two. You got to get thirty two down. Yeah, so you got you got twelve more, more to go. I'll tell you what, the sweet and sour McDonald's sauce is bullshit. Really? They're awful. Oh, like I think that. that's one of the that best. Away. No. That's my favorite one. That's a no. hot take. Spicy buffalo. Ooh, that's good. Spicy buffalo, huh? Oh, man. How about the Szechuan? Uh, have, actually, I haven't tried that yet. Sorry. Tried There's the only one here. I thought you said you wanted it. All right, fine. Just keep it for later. I don't know. You, you like the honey well, mustard. Honey mustard's good. Honey mustard's one of the best. What's Signature that? sauce is the sauce I put on the Big Mac. That's good. All right, it's like some Thousand Island. Sweet and sour. Okay. I don't know. It does It's not... Wow. It's too thick for me or something. I okay. It doesn't have a... That's a hot take. I like the sweet and sour. From McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. I usually get that one if I can get chicken nuggets, yeah. See, I like KFC sweet and sour a little bit more. See, McDonald's barbecue sauce, their regular run-of-the-mill barbecue even... sauce is trash. Tangy. Oh, I definitely agree with that one. Their yeah. ranch is not very good, I don't think. I've been dipping into the ranch here and there. I've... It's not my favorite ranch by far. Spicy buffalo is uh... really good. Hmm. Wow. All right. Fr- <laughs> Friday. Continue on Friday. Bad. Yeah, no, no. You're, you're, you're good. Uh, Joel Embiid is an obvious one going against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, 53 points in his first matchup. He was a little disappointing on Sunday with only 39 and a half. It was just a blowout. It's the one thing you have to worry about there. Um, but I, we talk about it again and again. Nets allowing the most fan ball points to opposing center for the season. They are terrible down low. You could, on the flip side, try and go with Jared Allen for 5,300. He was very good the first time these two teams matched up, went for 42 fan ball points. Not so much on Sunday. Um, Possibly D'Angelo Russell on this one. He was very good Sunday for the Nets. I still that that uh, how they use him and Dinwiddie is is really up in the air, and so is their production. Uh, so I might fade the rest of that. Um, and so I kind of did the same thing here because this is another small slate as J.K. I'm going matchup by matchup. You've got Boston and Orlando. It's really tough for me to sit here and say on Monday who I like on this Friday because there's so much in flux. Uh, Kyrie very well could still be out with the lingering knee soreness. Uh, Al Horford, I would expect to be back from illness by then. He's somebody you could really think about with all the, uh, the players Boston will have missing. I doubt Jalen Brown would be back. I think he probably misses the whole week. 
Oh, that's right. Concussion. Yeah. The concussion. I highly doubt he plays this week. Okay. Um, No Marcus Smart? No Marcus Smart likely, possibly for the rest of the season. I would expect Aaron Gordon to be back by this game. Yeah. Uh, But there's no guarantees there. Obviously, Rozier, uh, Shane Larkin, going to carry some huge value during any time that Smart and Kyrie are out. Um, for the Magic, I think kind of Jake already touched on the players you want there, but at this point, Hazonia's probably gone at that point. Simmons is iffy, uh, whether he's really got a value with Aaron Gordon coming back. Uh, that's just a tough one for me to, to kind of to steer you on right now. Uh, possibly Jason Tatum, maybe. I'd, he's taking a dive a little bit. Rookie just, wall. Yeah, exactly. He's down below 5,000 now. It, it's hard for me to truly recommend him. Yeah. Uh, Dallas at Toronto. This is another one where there's legitimately nobody I'm going out of my way to target on Toronto or really on either of these teams at this point. Go ahead, JK. Uh, I was going to say you, um, you, who do you got for Dallas though? Dallas, the one player I would literally look at is Dwight Powell. Uh, Wesley Matthews done for the year, uh, stress fracture in his right leg. So Powell should definitely benefit from that. Okay. Also, Yogi Ferrell started with Matthews out last game. He's out of, he wasn't productive, but he's cheap as hell. It's like four thousand one hundred dollars. I think he's definitely somebody you can yeah think about. Uh, his last two games with some increased minutes have not been great. Uh, I like Powell though. I like Powell a lot. He's he's been playing. He's been one of their more consistent players. Uh, definitely one of their better fantasy values. Dennis Smith Jr. has just been so bad recently. He's uh, another guy hitting a wall. He's absolutely hitting a wall. His his shooting percentage is just brutal since the All Star break. Um. You can think about it, but Toronto's a pretty good defensive team. This is another one where I'm really waiting to see whether Dallas rests anybody, whether we've got any injuries coming through um, in that matchup. Los Angeles Clippers against OKC. I touched on this one a little bit already. I would expect Steven Adams to be back in action by Friday. If not, Patrick Patterson, Jeremiah Grant, uh, both would be great values should he remain out. Russ is obviously going to be great, though expensive against a depleted Clippers backcourt. Lou Williams could really shine in this one. Thunder have really struggled to contain opposing shooting guards since losing Andre Roberson. Um, Montrez Harrell at 4,600. He's been a solid value. Um, he might have a hard time getting minutes against OKC in small ball lineups. It's the only thing I worry about. DeAndre, uh, they've been running him out at power forward, uh, Harrell. And obviously, DeAndre Jordan's going to get the bulk of the minutes at center against Adams. But when they're not running out Adams, OKC doesn't really have a ton of size down low. Nope. So I wonder if he really has a hard time cracking more than 15 minutes. I I hate to I really hate to do this to you guys, but this is really one on Friday where you're gonna need to come back to Fanball. I'll be writing the daily article for Friday for you, and we're gonna dial into whatever's happening with injuries, guys sitting because it's just hard to get a read on this little slate of games right now. Um, and with that, we will go into Saturday where J.K. Harden, J.K. Harden, J.K. I unfortunately lost, uh, shit, I'm going to have to recount these nuggets. I lost track. I oh, went through God. one treasure chest. Dear God. Out. I think I've eaten two or three of the, tw- I'm, uh, I'm like 24, 25. Just uh, keep going until you got eight left. That's it. He's, yeah, got, okay. he's got Saturday. I, mean, I got Saturday. Hold on. I'll, I'll, we'll get into it. Uh, James Harden, $12,400 at New Orleans Pelicans Saturday. The Pelicans are 28th in fanball defending opposing shooter guards. Love this matchup. In two games against the Pelicans, Harden has two double-doubles, at least 11 assists in both games, at least two steals, and he's eclipsed 50 fanball points both times. Love Harden on Saturday. Dud is going to be Victor Oladipo. I struggle with this one. This was the hardest one I struggled with for this week. This is an intense game. Uh, there's only a game separating be- the, these two teams between the Pacers and the Withers, between the three and the five seed, the Cavs are in the middle of the four. Excuse me. Uh, Oladipo, 
they played each other last week. He had 52 fan ball points with 33 points. He had 52 pain malts and he scored 33, 33 points. He needs 52 to be of value. So he's had success against the Wizards. You having a nugget stroke over there? <laughs> I think so, yeah. The nuggets. <laughs> Alex, call the paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> this man's had over 20 nuggets pump his stomach. <laughs> we'll get Dr. McDonald over right away, sir. <laughs> All right, so only Depot. So he had success against the Wizards last week. But the, the last time he played the Wizards, that was the last game without Darren Collison. Collison's okay. come back. He's played two games. Oladipo's been way under 52, 52 fan ball points in both those games. And the Wizards have been stingy. Outside of giving up 52 to Oladipo, they're only allowing 40 fan ball points to opposing shooting guards. So just trust me. I think Collison takes a few shots away from Oladipo here. And I like. The, I think the Wizards, it's at home, so I like the it's at, it's at Washington. We'll be at home, so Oladipo's on the road. So it's a tough matchup. Uh, other guys at tar- target. Giannis versus the Hawks, $11,300. He averages 24 points and 13 rebounds against Atlanta in three contests this year. Like Aaron talked about earlier, I'm scared of a blowout here. Atlanta's going to be without Bazemore for the year, and they're in full-out tank mode. They could just play a bunch of young guys, and Giannis could just tear right through them and then sit for the whole fourth quarter. Tread carefully there. Uh, Markeith Morris in that Washington Wizards Pacers game. Pacers ranked 24th, slowing down opposing uh, power forwards. He's $5,700. Dwight Powell, love Dwight Powell. At Brooklyn Nets, $5,600. He's at center now uh, for the Mavs. Yep. So, and the Brooklyn Nets are the last place team, or the last team in fan ball, slowing down opposing centers. Love Dwight Powell on Saturday. Yogi Ferrell, like I talked about earlier. Wesley Matthews, done for the year. So, excuse me, Wesley Johnson. I keep getting those two guys confused. Wesley Johnson, done for the year for the Mavs. At this price, Yogi Ferrell's at $3,600. He's starting. You could do worse than Yogi Ferrell at $3,600. You stack some guys, you can bring them in. He's worth a chance. <clears throat> Spencer Dinwiddie, $6,400 against the Mavericks at home. He hasn't been scoring. He hasn't scored a ton lately, but there's no better opportunity than against the Mavericks to, to start putting up points. They've allowed point guards, opposing point guards to score 21 points against them. That's the highest in the league. Kemba Walker, $8,800 at the New York Knicks. This is a little, I'm touching into a little UConn Huskies magic. Even though Kevin Ollie has been fired, Kemba back in the Madison Square Garden where he's had countless memories. The cardiac Kemba, as they refer to him in UConn Nation. Uh, at playing the New York Knicks since the All-Star break, the New York Knicks are the worst place, or last place team defensive rating. They are in full-out tank mode as well. Target Kemba here, $8,800 at New York. Michael Carter-Williams done for the year, too, for yep. uh, Charlotte. So That's there's right. very little depth there. Absolutely, yeah. Kemba's going to see a ton of minutes here. Uh, Larry Nance Jr., he's up over $6,000. He's up over $6,000. He's at $6,200, like Aaron talked about. He's had three double-doubles in his past four games. Bulls ranked 24th in defense and tanking. LeBron, $12,800 at Chicago Bulls. I mean, it could Why be not? a blowout, but, I mean, he's been on fire. He's collected a double-double in three straight games, and he eclipsed – 50 fan ball points while doing so in those three games. Bege- oh, Bielitsa. Bielitsa. So the J is just silent. Ignore the J. The J just it might as Bielitsa. well. Bielitsa, okay. Yes. doesn't even exist. All right. Bielitsa, I mean, again, $5,000 at San Antonio Spurs. As long as he doesn't come above $6,000, I love him. Rudy Gobert, $7,800. Love Rudy Gobert here at home versus Sacramento. They're in a dog fight for that 8 seed playoff spot. He's got a double-double in five out of his last six games. He's pulled down double-digit rebounds in six straight games. He's performed over value in those five double-doubles, and he faces a Kings team that ranks second-to-last in rebounding and defending opposing centers. They're second-to-last in rebounds in the league and second-to-last defending centers. Dame time against the Pistons, $10,400 Damian Lillard. 
Uh, he's been El Fuego recently. He's gone over 50 fan ball points in four of his past six games. Pistons ranked 23rd over the last 10 games, slowing down point cards. And then I went real cheap, $3,400. Tyler Dorsey, if you're looking for somebody. Kent Bazemore out for the year. I added that in at the last minute because Bazemore got ruled out for the season. He's only three thousand four hundred dollars, so Should if you're looking for like a punt, there's a pretty there's a that's a pretty good solid punt. I like uh, it. And then we're gonna kind of talk through Sunday. Yeah, I'll, we got Sunday. I'll so. let you start yeah. on some nugs because I know you still got a little work to do. But we're just kind of mm. gonna go a little back. Only four matchups on Sunday, so we're gonna do a little uh, just run through the uh, the four games. Talk about what we like, what we don't like. Uh, I, I've said it already. I flat out just don't target the Raptors um, if I can avoid it. Raptors bench is one of the deepest mm-hmm. in the NBA, but there's really just not one guy who you can count on night in and night out to come off the bench and put in work. Um, I brought this up in a <laughs> in a work chat earlier this week. I don't like a Lowry DeRozan stack at all. Uh, their last you got for that. <laughs> last 23 games, they've uh, both gone over 40 points, fan ball points. That is just four times. Three of those games went to overtime. It's just not really a reliable stack. If I w- I'm not really saying anything bold here, I don't think, but if you were going to take one of them, DeRozan over Lowry, I'd rather pay up and get uh, get DeRozan than Lowry. Uh, just my personal take. Maybe Fred Van Vliet. I know he's your boy off the bench. Yeah, Wichita State uh, in the tournament. He's been okay. Uh, Serge Ibaka. Yeah, it's tough. To, they're just a really well-rounded team, like Golden State. Well. They're well-rounded, but no one sticks out fantasy-wise unless there's injuries or any any other sort of no. abnormally. And Ibaka was such a non-factor the first time around. He scored like 11 fan ball points against mm-hmm. OKC. Obviously, you like Russ in this one. Um, he had a near triple-double the last time these two played, came two rebounds short, had 11 assists, 33 points. Uh, but there's really there's no shortage of top-dollar players in this little yep. four-game slate. Yep. So I don't know that I've uh, – this is one where I would definitely think about uh, fading the Brody. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Corey Brewer's only thirty six hundred as of right now. Uh, he's going to get a lot of minutes. Yeah. Reunited with Billy Donovan, huh? Yeah, yeah. Former uh, former, former Florida Gator. guys. Uh, he's gone for nineteen and twenty five fan ball points in his last two games. He's played a ton of minutes though, hasn't? But he? he's like gotten twenty eight and thirty. Yeah, he's played right around thirty. Yeah. So he could be a decent kind of six times value, more more or less just a punt. Uh, while Stephen Adams is out again, I, I don't think by Sunday we're looking at this, but. Patrick Patterson, Grant. I, I like Adams in this matchup if he plays. Uh, if Adams once again plays, I think uh, Valanchunas would be a decent value in this one as well. Uh, maybe you target the big men. Uh, anything you want to add there, J.K.? Uh, who's the Diallo power forward from uh, New Orleans? He's a pretty good punt option. For? New Orleans. Oh, in the next game? Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Anything Anything more on Toronto and OKC before we move on? I, Fred, Van I, I don't... Fleet. Fred Van Fleet in March. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Love it. All right, Boston, New Orleans. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was getting into this one. Uh, you go first on Davis. Sure, Anthony Davis. Uh, we don't need to spend a ton of time on this, but probably must own. Last three oh, games yeah, against yeah. Boston, 25-16 and 16 last year for 59 fan ball points, followed that up with 36-16 and 16 for 65 fan ball points, and then earlier this season, 45-16 and 16 for 76 fan ball points, and that was while still sharing the floor with DeMarcus Cousins. I feel like you got to have. Oh, have to. Got to have. He's a must own. Uh, against Boston on Sunday, um, I kind of feel like though the rest of the 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 Pelicans lineup, Omeka no. Okafor is only the real bargain. He's at like thirty six hundred right now or thirty five hundred, I think. I would say him or Diallo. This kid Diallo off the bench, he's been solid. Okay, okay. He's around three. He's a punt. Three. He's around three thousand. And I think Okafor is the same thing for the yeah. Most they're both part. those guys. Either one of those guys because the Boston's bench now, 
It's I'm just thin. thinking off the top. It's really thin. Greg Monroe and Baines, that's it? Yeah. That's not that good. And then more, uh, the, the other Morris brother, Marcus. Yes. <clears throat> so that's that's all they got for big men. And then you figure Baines is probably going to start maybe? I don't know. How they're going to shake up the lineup without Smart, without Jalen Brown? Yeah, no does, Kyrie. Uh, I don't know. It's just does depends. Does Greg Monroe start to get some more minutes potentially? It just depends. You're yeah. going to really have to. Blossom, you're going to see how Blossom plays things out over the next week here. It's tough because exactly. a bunch of stuff came out today with them and injuries and their playoff uh, run looks very bleak. If they it's got bleaker, but it ble- got bleaker today, big time. Yeah, if if you can't get it all back together in the next, uh, if Smart's done for the year, he's your energy guy off the bench. That hurts. You're Kyrie's not reason the only, and then you're losing uh, another energy guy. That guy, Daniel Thies or Thice, whatever you say his name, he was a good energy guy for them too. Rebounded, c- could shoot the three a little bit. Okay, they could be in trouble. Which could be very good news for fantasy players, though, over the next week or so, depending yeah. if if we can uh, suss out who the value uh, value yeah, plays are going to be. Going to have to watch it, though. Uh, let's see. Houston, Minnesota. Uh, this is going to be a great game. Uh, it will be a great game. There's no doubt about that. From fantasy purposes, though. Uh, Harden. Harden, yeah. Harden's, again. It's, I looked it up. So Harden has been undervalued three games against the Timberwolves, but he hasn't played him without Butler yet. Oh, yeah, and you got to love that. Absolutely. All three games, he was like under, I think he was under like 40 fan ball points against the Timberwolves in three games, but all those games Butler was playing. Okay. He was like three of 15 shooting, like two of 12 shooting, like really bad shooting numbers. But without without Butler, I think you got to play hard in here. That makes a lot of sense. Well, the only. The only thing it's going to be tricky, and it'll be doable, but it's you're going to have to really look at it. Is let's say if you want to roster the brow and the beard, that's probably half of your roster cost right there. And I'm just not seeing a ton of great value plays in this four game slate. That's my big problem. So I'm not seeing those super low guys. If Kyrie doesn't play, either Rozier or Larkin, you go Okafor. I mean, you're going to have to get some really dirty cheap guys. Yeah, Uh, Aaron Baines maybe. Yeah, Uh, Bilicia. Bielitsa, yeah, Bielitsa. even even he's starting to get at the high end at 5,100. I mean, you could probably sneak him in. You're going to need at least a, a couple of, of high 3K guys or low 4K guys in order to make What's, it happen. Uh, it's doable, but it, it's going to take more. Uh, maybe. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't produced like he, he just thought. Hasn't $3,900. Really. Yeah, uh, that's a big-time flip of the coin kind of, kind of play, though. You could maybe go uh, if you weren't looking to go the the double beard brow stack. You could think about Eric Gordon maybe. Yeah, he's been really good for them. Uh, he played really well with Harden out. Um, that's something to think about in that matchup. I, I don't know. How do you feel about Wiggins at this point? No, Ariza will eat his lunch, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, oh, Ariza's not bad though. He's in the uh, the the mid uh, yeah mid four thousand four hundred. Yeah, that's a good. You're right. That's a good one. Depending on he might come up by the time we get around to this matchup on Sunday, but he's definitely somebody to keep a lookout yeah. for. No, Ariza's too good defensively, or PJ Tucker too. Both those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else for a minute. Uh, Jeff T's Teague? been very good, but he's also no, up Chris over Paul, seven thousand, and he's going to have to deal with Chris Paul. Yeah, I don't really care for that very much at all. Uh, what about Cat? Big Cat, you certainly could, but you're definitely that's another where you're you're definitely Pain. saying I'm not going to do either Harden or the Brow because he's going to be up over ten. He's ten three um, right now, ten thousand three hundred dollars. So depending, I I think you you could look to go hard. You could stack this game, go Harden and then uh, Cat. You could go Big Men stack Cat and Brow. Uh, I wouldn't hate that. He's uh, <clears throat> he's averaged a double double and he said fifty five averaged a double double and fifty five fan ball points against Houston this year. 
So he's had success. And then final game of that day, Portland at the L.A. Clippers. Clippers, yep. Yes. Um, This is a back-to-back for Portland. Okay. Because they're playing, uh, they play Golden State. Yes. On Saturday. Now you don't like uh, you don't like DeAndre no, Jordan. No, don't this like one. DeAndre Jordan. Uh, two games against the uh, and two games against Portland. He's pulled down double digit rebounds. I think it's his average was like fifteen and a half, sixteen. He did not score double digits, like six points and eight points. Wow, did not like that. It's interesting though with with uh, with Portland being in a in a back to back. I just don't know who. Who are the guys I'm looking at for Portland? That's, that's uh, what my question is. I would really say I would say CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. I think I put him there. Okay. Only the Clippers are the second uh Clippers, yeah. Clippers are giving up 47 fanball points. That's 29th in fanball to opposing shooting guards. And he's my boy cuz he's a Cleveland Browns fan. <laughs> he was very excited about you the You see trades. him give an interview after the game? No, no. Someone asked him. He was like, "Yo, Tyrod Taylor's the best." He was giving a, he was answering a question about Browns <laughs> in the Trailblazers locker room. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Value wise, maybe Al Farouk Aminu. I mean, that's a stretch, but he he can occasionally get up over that twenty five point mark or twenty five fan ball point mark. Uh, there's not maybe yeah, maybe Shabazz Napier, and even that is. Uh, Shabazz and March can't go wrong. That's another <laughs> that's, one. That's right. We're just going back to all the March heroes. Oh yeah. And then for the Clippers, I like Tobias a lot. If you're willing yep. to pay up for the 7900, uh, you might have to go with a little Tia Dosich uh, to get your value. Uh, he hasn't been Milos. he hasn't been great, but again, no. uh, there's there's not a ton of value, a great value options guys who just pop off the page. Um, so I think that's one that you uh, you consider looking at. Uh, anybody else for the Clippers that I have? And once again, Montres Harrell um, at 4,700. I think that's another one. All right, that concludes our studs and duds for the week. 3v3, we oh, talked about already. It was Jesus. crazy week with Steph Curry going down. Looked like J.K. was going to surge back into it. Uh, ultimately, wasn't able to pull it off, oh, obviously. Now I'm meeting my 28th nugget. 28th nugget, wow. Yeah. Powering him down. Uh, so I will give my lineup first. I am now on a three-game win streak. This one particularly sweet. Uh, <laughs> sweet as that sweet and sour sauce over there, isn't it? <laughs> Even sweeter, apparently, according to you. You don't like sweet and Too sour sweet. sauce. Uh, my lineup this week, at guard, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, starting shooting guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. Tuesday, he gets Denver. That's a tough matchup. And then he has to turn around Wednesday and play Golden State, which I'll be honest, I don't love. I had just had a hard time. This lineup didn't come together as nicely as last week's. I felt really good about last week going in. Yeah, with, it was uh, tough to find. With Nance and Holiday. The four gamers this week were just not nearly as enticing. No. Toronto, who, once again, I can't say that I, I really mostly fade. Uh, who else? I think Utah had four games. Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans. The Clippers, which I did ultimately, uh, I will touch on here in a second. Pelicans, my... Clippers, and Raptors, I think. Clippers yeah. and Raptors. I, I didn't want to go back-to-back Drew Holiday. I didn't think about it. I thought about going to Mecca Okafor, going real cheap with my four gamer, but... Uh, I, I like the way the Lakers are playing. I like the way Caldwell Pope has been playing, especially against lesser competition. Unfortunately, Friday against Miami is the only matchup I really love for him. Miami, one of the five worst teams against shooting guards, uh, and could be out Wade, uh, could be out, uh, probably just Wade. We're really looking at at that point for the position. My forward going to be Tobias Harris. I did dog him for the Friday OKC matchup, but I love the rest of his week. Gets the tanking Chicago Bulls Thursday against Houston and then finishes Sunday against Portland. Been playing really well. And then finally at center, I'm going to go Dwayne Dedman. 
uh, center, $4,500 of the Hawks. He's been up and down, as he has really been all season, but the Hawks are <laughs> they're, they're getting thin, and they've got three matchups where he should be on the court a lot. you got OKC on Tuesday where I hope he'll see Steven Adams, honestly, give him more minutes. Thursday against Charlotte and uh, Dwight Howard should be on the court a ton, and then Saturday against the Bucks, who are a terrible rebounding team. So we'll see how it goes. J.K., what do you got? All right. Uh, I'm going to, I know you faded Toronto and I, I usually don't mess with them here, but I like Lowry's matchups here. I'm going Kyle Lowry's my guard. They're great matchups on paper. You got to really like $7,000, $7. He's at Brooklyn at Indiana versus Dallas. Who's a terrible defending team against point guards. And then versus OKC. It's a tougher matchup. Uh, my forward's going to be Mario Hazonia. My boy, love Ooh. me some Hazonia. I needed a forward under 5k here. This is, risky. this is risky because, well, here's the thing. Fournier is going to be out, too. Okay, that's true. So Gordon Gordon will probably come back this week. He's very, Hazonia's very flexible. He but can move yeah, around. He can move around. He's at small forward and fan ball, but he can't play the two. Yep. So I think that they'll find some time for him with, they're developing. That's the whole point of Atlanta. They're trying to develop, and Hazonia's a top 10 pick for the Magic. And was he a top 10 pick? Yeah. Yes, I think he's he was, number five or six. Yeah, he was a top 10 pick for the Magic, and he's having a better year. This is probably his best season in the NBA. And they want to keep giving him positive vibes going into next season where they'll probably have a top five pick. My center is going to be Dwight Powell. I talked about it earlier. I loved his matchups this week. I love him also without no Wesley Matthews. He's down for the year. They should bump up his playing time, bump up his rebounds, all that. He's gone over 25 fan ball points his past three games. He's playing at New York Knicks, who are last in defense since the All-Star break, at Brooklyn Nets, who are the last place team, last in fan ball, slowing down opposing centers, then at Toronto. That's a tough matchup, but I'll take two out of three there. All right, J.K. looking to I get think 20, off the schneid. 29. There's 20. 11 left in here. I had 20. Yeah. Oh, this will be th- – can I just stop at 30? No, I mean, once the show's over, you still have to eat the 32 nuggets. What? Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no doubt you have to finish those nuggets. We let you off the hook on the peppers a little bit. Put them all bit. in your mouth at once. Finish. Yeah, oh, just, yeah, close, throw it, up. Close, close out. Come on, be a man. One guy ate. There's a Cavs or a, yeah, yeah a Cavs fan who like 111 nuggets. I want. We should have. We should have tweeted at him and see how did he do it. Did he not eat all day? I don't know. He killed you in pace too. I gotta be. I. What, what are we looking at for time oh, on the pod right now? I huh? killed him Almost in pace. I don't think so. 51 minutes. 51 minutes, and you you barely you don't even have 30 nugs. That's 25. That's bush league. amateur hours. What that this is. is bush league. I think both Al and I could eat you under the table in a nugget-eating contest. I think we might have to come back to this before the season is over, potentially, and just just, just put you on blast a little bit. Be uh, my guest. <laughs> I, I've already trained. This is a training session. <laughs> I've already done it. Make every he's, week's bet the nugget bet so he's, they keep training. He's yes. ahead of the game. All right, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Sands Nuggets. <laughs> thanks for stopping by. Stay classy. I'm loving it. Ha <laughs> ha!